the Bible Study Podcast, episode 435. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the Gospel of Matthew with more parables from chapter 13. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We're continuing on with chapter 24 of Matthew 13, the parable of the weeds. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I'll tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring them into my barn. I'm going to pause here at this point. The parable of the weeds is going to be explained by Jesus in a little bit. And we're going to read that, so I'm not going to do an explanation here. But I wonder again, about the people who are listening to this who haven't already read that explanation. It's difficult for me to read this parable without remembering the explanation from the number of times that I've heard it before. But what would you think if you heard this parable? We just heard the parable of the sower, a man who goes out and sows his fields and sows the paths and sows the rocky ground and sows all sorts of things. And again, if you're the crowd, you didn't hear the explanation of what that meant. So do you think that Jesus is suddenly talking about farming? I think probably most people were smart enough to realize that Jesus is still talking about spiritual matters. But did you turn to your friend and say, well, I wonder what he's talking about? I wonder who the weeds are. I wonder who the good seed is. Clearly, weeds are something undesirable. Do you think of seed as thoughts? Do you think of seed as people? Do you think of seed? What do you think when you first hear this and you haven't had an explanation? We have some things that are clear, which is that things are not perfect. They're not the way the master wants, and they're not the way the servants expected. They expected good things, and they got weeds. They expected good seed, and they got weeds. And that there is an enemy. This particular version, without the explanation, doesn't say who the enemy might be, but it's clear that there is a master, there are servants, and there's an enemy. And that also... This dealing with the problem, dealing with the weeds, is being put off for a time. It's being put off until the day of the harvest. So hold that in the back of your mind, and we're going to hear one more parable, and then we're going to do some explanations. The parable of the mustard seed and the yeast. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. 
Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. So far we know the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sows good seed but ends up with weeds and good plants. We know that the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that is being mixed into flour. And we know that the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. Again, before we get to any explanations, what can we learn from that? The mustard seed is something big growing out of something small. Something unassuming turning into something wonderful. Something unexpected coming up as a result. The kingdom of heaven is like this small, unassuming, modest mustard seed, which grows and turns into a tree. Kingdom of heaven is like yeast that works through the dough. If you've ever baked with yeast, then you know that yeast is a relatively small portion of the bread. But what an important part it is if you're trying to bake bread that rises. If you're trying to bake bread that rises. There are other ways of doing it, obviously. But basically, this yeast is changing the whole dough. It changes the whole character of baked flour into bread. And remember the other time when Jesus told the disciples, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees, basically that interacts with everything, that changes everything, that it touches everything. So here he's saying the opposite, that kingdom of heaven is like yeast. It's like this thing that may start small, but it changes everything. If we think about that in our own lives, is the kingdom of heaven like yeast in us? Does it change us from one thing to another. It's intended to do that. Do we let it do that? Or do we cling to some of our old ways, our old mind patterns, our old thoughts, our old behaviors, our old habits? The kingdom of heaven is trying to make in us something new. And then Jesus goes on and he explains the parable of the weeds. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them out in the blazing furnace, and there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. And so Jesus tells us in this explanation what we have probably already heard before about this parable, that the time is coming when things will be judged, but that that judgment has been put off for a time, that the weeds and the wheat will grow up together. They will get intertwined is what happened in this parable, right? That the lives of all of us get intertwined. And so Jesus says, rather than the Father weeding out all those in the beginning, rather than disrupting things, everything will be put off till a time, but the time is coming when judgment will happen. 
And it's interesting here, there's two different things that are mentioned in terms of that punishment, the blazing furnace, but also the weeping and gnashing of teeth. And the blazing furnace, for instance, conjures up with us pictures of hell in our minds. But the weeping and gnashing of teeth, I think, is possibly more interesting because that is regret. That is the realization too soon that you too could have been there, but you're stuck here. That you too could have been in this kingdom of the righteous, but you got thrown out. That you too had a chance and you turned it down. That you too had an invitation and you rejected it. And how painful, how terribly, terribly painful that must be to live forever with regret. I think of how regret can just eat us up inside. I think of people who live lives looking in the rearview mirror of regret instead of ahead in terms of where they can go and how unhealthy regret is and an unhelpful regret is. How regret doesn't change anything but just keeps us fixed on the past and how terrible it would be to spend all of eternity looking backwards. All of eternity looking at what might have been. Frankly, I'd prefer the lake of fire. With that, we'll end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest as Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. This is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Ministry podcast. Learn how to share and defend your faith by listening to us weekly. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.